Well, hey guys, welcome to another episode of Jack of All. Um, all right, goodness gracious, pretty intense season of my life. Um, actually, this is why I haven't done a podcast in a while, is because I wasn't really sure what to do, <laughs> to be totally honest. I wasn't sure how to handle it. Um, my wife and I have decided to move our family to Florida, which I just can't believe it. It's, I can't even believe it saying those words. Um, in the last episode, I talked about some big potential changes coming, and this was it. We have been here in California for almost 10 years, and now we're moving to Florida. Um, the area is Destin, Florida, which is panhandle of Florida, like almost Alabama. And it's actually where we lived before we moved to California, and it's where Kristen and I met. It is a gorgeous area beautiful beaches. Um, Kristen's family is there, so there is so much good in this decision. And still, it is really hard. It is really, really hard. Uh, Actually, a few days ago, I just wrote a sermon. I was there in Panera Bread, and it just came to me. And uh, it's one of the most, one of probably my favorite topics, actually, or premises for a message I've ever written but I titled it Storm or Season. I don't know when I'm ever going to give this message, but when I do, I'll let you know so you can find it online because it's it's fascinating topic, you know? We wonder all the time, is this a storm or a season, right? Is it like, if it's just a storm, then it's, hey, this too shall pass, you know, just wait for the storm to blow over, dig your heels in, board the windows, and we've had moments like that where it's like, yeah, it's tough, but dude, just stick with it. it. It'll be good later. Or is it a season that is over and it's time to make a change now, right? It's time to move. Uh, it's time to quit the job, whatever. So it's interesting. Um, and especially with big transitions, um, that starts to come up a lot. And we can go into that some other time which actually we will, I want to talk about that on a different podcast, but kind of a side point to that and something that I've been feeling in all this is the pressure that people feel in a decision. Some is necessary, some is unnecessary, right? Because I think that decisions should be made seriously, like absolutely. I'm a big proponent of that. Be intentional. Um, Decisions should be made carefully. Of course, take your time. Don't be rash. Um, But so many times I hear people talking about making the right or wrong decision. You know, like if you don't choose the right door to walk through that God's going to turn his back on you and you're just on your own for the rest of your life, right? Or you are permanently on a plan B for your life. Without that and... I don't know. I, I don't really think that's how it works. I've uh, mentioned on here before, but I've talked to college-age kids all the time who say, I got accepted into five colleges. This sucks. <laughs> I wish God would just slam the door on four of them and I'd know which one to go to. And that is just putting so much undue pressure on a decision, you know? If you evaluate your motive in a decision, and it's pure, right? Like, evaluate what, why you're going there. If it's, I'm really kind of seeking what God is, 
is trying to do in my life, then that, that is a pure motive. That's something beautiful. That opens up freedom. Now, on the other side, yes, there are wrong motives. If you're moving to some place because it's known for the heroin and prostitutes, <laughs> then, well, honestly, let's just say that's your motive. Then the biggest thing is it's just harder to trust that you are aligned with God's vision for your life, right? It's just like, oh, I don't totally know. Like, it's pretty obvious to me this isn't God moving me there. Now, let's just say that was your motive to move somewhere. Um, God can still absolutely pull beauty out of that. Even if you have a wrong motive, a broken motive, God does not discount you from being radically used. I actually have a friend who openly admits to marrying his wife while he was in a really bad place and with pretty broken motives, we'll say. And that doesn't mean that God says, you know, well, to hell with that relationship, right? Good luck, guys. You're on your own. No way. He he redeems. He makes absolute beauty out of something that was meant for bad. And so, I don't know. We just got to stop thinking right or wrong. Evaluate your motive. And if the motive is just seeking what God has for you, then begin to feel freedom. Feel freedom in that. Because sometimes God will speak clearly. And it will be undeniable where he is leading you. And other times, I think he gives us a choice, right? Um, in this particular circumstance, for the Florida move, actually it was pretty evident that God was speaking. <laughs> uh, he was leading us to move. And I'll kind of talk about the particulars of how that happened on another podcast because it's interesting. It's actually been a very similar um, circumstance. But the few times that I've felt, oh, God is undeniably speaking, uh, have come about in similar ways. I know people are interested in that, so we'll talk about a different day. But um, today I want to talk about the transition process. Because um, I've been processing through the move with about every waking moment, every breath has been spent on this. And um, I realize that there's a three-step process for me. Each step is incredibly necessary. So here's the first step. I, I, I'm just, the reason I'm talking about this is because I think that this is important for all of us, no matter what our transition. It doesn't have to be a state-to-state -state move. Any transition, I think that these are three necessary steps. Here's the first one. The first step is grieve. To grieve. I've said before that grief, to me, is fully processing a situation. Right? Fully processing a situation. Being emotionally honest inside of something. To be able to say with great honesty, man, this is really bumming me out. <laughs> oh, and, oh my gosh, I know this seems little, but this is hitting me a lot harder than I thought it would. That is necessary. I'm telling you guys, I have cried a lot when I've thought about this move. And it's not because of where I'm going. <laughs> it's because I think about my friendships. Um, as loud and gregarious as I am, I don't have best friends. That's, uh, I don't know why. Uh, maybe there's, I'm sure, there's something broken in me, but my filters are pretty intense when it comes to that. In fact, I can probably count on two hands the number of really good friends I've had my entire life. And I have six here right now, and that is tough. That's tough, man. Guys who I know a lot about, 
guys who know a lot about me, and I'm I'm grieving that. I'm I'm really bummed to be leaving those those buddies. Um, I'm grieving this area. You know, I love Huntington Beach. I've lived a lot of places in my life, and this is my favorite place by far. Uh, I love the walk to the beach. I love the eclectic spread of people you see on Main Street. Um, I love walking to date nights. I love wearing hoodies in the evening. I just love it. And a lot of times we think inside of grief, or if we're trying to counsel somebody through grief, we think, hey, don't go there. You know, don't go there. It's just going to make you sad. Think positive and think future, but it is necessary. It's nece- you have to pull out all of your grief because if anything stays under the stone and it's uncovered later, then what happens is you begin to resent your move. You know, if, if you don't have all the facts, if you're not looking at everything, it's not all out on the table, then later you're going to second guess if you had all the information when you made your decision. You're going to say, oh man, if I would have thought about this, would I have still made the decision? So grieve through everything. Plus, you have to grieve to get to the second step, which is gratitude. So grief, and then no telling when, but at some point, grief turns to gratitude, and you just become so overly thankful for the past 10 years that you've had. You know, you start to say things to God like, man, I'm still sad, but God, thank you for the community we've had for these 10 years. You know, thank you for the houses. Um, Thank you for the volleyball. Thank you for the schools. Thank you for the sunsets and the trips. And even, you know, thank you for the hard times that made us a family that relies on you. It moves into just the spirit of gratitude where you just start saying thank you. Um, And then when you kind of encapsulate that gratitude mindset, that's when your heart, your heart is beginning to turn the page on the last season and you can begin the next step, which is excitement. Uh, I will say uh, when I'm there, because I'm not there yet. (laughs) Okay, God, turn my heart completely towards this new area. Cultivate a sense of wonder and expectation. Um, And if you don't do the first two steps, it's easy to go to your next place looking in the rearview window, you know? If you don't kind of, not you don't have to wrap that up completely like shut it out, but if you don't do those things, it's hard to be all in. And that's not fair to the new place. I want to be all in. I want my prayers and thoughts and vision to be where I am. God, allow me just to presently love the people I'm around. Use me, right? Use my family to transform an area. Use my kids to bring light to the schools, right? Use my wife to breathe life into the women. Use me to do whatever I can to speak value and life into the people I come in contact with. Um, Now, if I'm going to be honest, uh, where I am on this three-step process is somewhere between late grief uh, with maybe a glimmer of early gratitude and... Uh, and that's okay. I'm not rushing it. <laughs> uh, but I am being intentional. I am. Because I think that all three steps are necessary. So this is 
my inspiration to you, whether you have a small or a huge transition, um, think about this three-step process. First one is grieve. Be emotionally honest. Be honest with, with what bums you out, even with anger, with joy, whatever that is. Fully process the situation. Move to gratitude. Evaluate what blessings came from the last season, even if you didn't see them at the time. And then three, start to shift your heart or ask God to shift your heart towards this new reality, the new season, right? We don't want to be one foot in. We want to fall in love with where God is leading. So uh, we move at the beginning of July. And now that the cat's out of the bag, now I can finally talk about my mentality on here. So I just didn't know how to do a podcast without mentioning it and not sound fake. So <laughs> I finally was like, dude, my first podcast got to be just blasting it wide open and then talking about it. So there it is. This is the first of many talking about this transition and hopefully with some inspiration to you today. So we'll try again tomorrow.